It's the bottom line. On News Radio 610, KONA. From the Tri Cities to Olympia to DC, we break down, break down the stories of the day and the people making the news. And that's the bottom line. Time to get the bottom line. Presented by McCary Meats in Basin City with your hosts, Rob Francis and Ed Dawson. We've got a number of 50th anniversaries this week, and not all of them are good. And who probably should rethink mounting a primary challenge. But first... Give us your bottom line. It's your voice, your show. Call the LegendsCasino.com hotline, 509-547-1610. Welcome back to the bottom line. News Radio 610 KONA, 547-1610. If you'd like to get involved here in hour number two, also via email, 610KONA.com. Your name, where you're listening, what you'd like to say, and on Twitter at Bottom Line 610. And in the time we went to break until the time we came back, Representative Al Green, not to be confused with the crooner of the 70s, the Reverend Al Green, (laughs) he sang a song called Let's Stay Together. Representative Al Green from Texas does not want us to stay together. Um, he, He got up onto the floor and once again pushed for his articles of impeachment. He was quickly sat down and shot down. Uh, by a fellow member of his party, and basically said, I'm not going to give you the parliamentary parliamentarian privilege to move forward with this. If somebody else would like to, they could speak up now, but your comments, sir, will be noted for the record. Probably the most interesting he's, thing he said is what we always associate with the Nixon-era impeachment procedure, which Richard Nixon was brought up on high crimes and misdemeanors. Representative Green wanted to bring President Trump up on high misdemeanors. Yeah. No crimes, the, the just crime high misdemeanors. Didn't, didn't really, didn't show up. Let's get everybody up to speed. This is the bottom line, News Radio 610 KONA, your source for the truth. When everyone else is going one way, we'll, we'll go the other way. Um, so this day started out. You know, we we talked about it yesterday, and, and everybody knows by now, uh, President Trump had a series of tweets um, telling certain members of Congress that if they didn't like things, they should go home, go back to the go back to where they came from. Right. Fix the problems and then yeah, come right. back and show us right. how to do it better. OK, so then we had the news conference yesterday with uh, the four um Women in Congress, all, um, I don't think they're all freshmen, but they're all. Yeah, uh, they are. They're all, all four of them are freshmen. Brand new. Yeah. Okay, so brand new Congresswomen, all of color, uh, coming out and pushing back. Okay. So today, the goal of the Democrats, and specifically Nancy Pelosi, the Speaker of the House, was to bring up a resolution for the Congress to uh, to condemn the words of the president against members of Congress, okay? It's, it's, it's more symbolic, obviously, than anything else. Um, but here's where things went sideways. The Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, not once but twice, referred to the president and his actions as racist. There's a problem with that. And the 
person who was presiding over the House at the time, Steny Hoyer, said that her comments were out of line. Then all heck breaks loose. They had certain votes that went along party lines to have her remarks stricken from the record. And then they finally got around to the actual action of of condemning the president's words, um, which they did, again, mostly along party lines. But here's here's the nuance to this. There is... In the in the um, in the rules of the House, okay, references to racial or other discrimination on the part of the president are not in order. As such, remarks may not refer to the president as a racist or having made racial slurs or racial epithets, telling a racist lie. A bigot, having made a bigoted or racist statement, and on and on. You get where I'm going with this. It is not in the House rules for a member of Congress, even if it's the Speaker of the House, to use that terminology against a sitting president. This goes back a long ways. I'm not going to bore you with the history. Yeah. But basically, it has to do with having respect for the office of the president, no matter if you like or dislike the person occupying that office. And again, the first set of the rules was written by Thomas Jefferson. This goes way back. Yeah. Let's go to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from today? Hey, this is Dave from Kennewick. What's up, Dave? I don't know about you guys, but I think I'm tired of hearing this word racist and racism thrown about the way it's thrown about all the time. It got to the point where it really means nothing anymore. It's a blanket statement used every time they can't think of anything better to say. I think it's a good indication showing the type of people we have that have gotten these jobs that really have no qualifications whatsoever to perform these jobs properly. They're completely disrespectful, and I really just don't like it. Thank you. Thanks for the call, Dave. And here's the thing. The word is a dog whistle. It is. The word is a dog whistle. And and arguably the biggest whistle you could use. And and I'm, I'm glad Dave made his point the way he did because he's not alone. There are... Look, there are people that are out there that, yes, they... You could... You could use the term racist to describe their belief system. Absolutely. I do not believe that is a significantly high percentage of people that truly are the definition of what that word represents. But the word is so caustic and so toxic that when it is thrown around like a Frisbee, like it has been since 2008, that people initially, and I think for the for the for the first six years of President Obama's term, people were taken back and did everything they could to defend themselves if that label was applied to them. Say, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. Well, then it started to shift to where people started to become angry when when that label was used upon them and started to say, prove it. Prove that I am. You give me an instance 
where I have done, behaved, or did anything in regards to, to for you to be able to use that label upon me. Okay. Now, if you go back, and again, you look at the three tweets that the president put out over the weekend. You can agree. This you can you can debate whether they were, uh, whether whether they were out of line, whether they were over the top, whether they were necessary, whether they were thoughtful, whether it was a thought out tweet. But there is nothing in any of those three tweets that names the individuals, that talks about their race or ethnicity, or their gender, or their religion. In any way, shape, or form, you could get inference, but there was nothing that specifically cited any of that. And yet, because of the believed inference, the R word is thrown around. And so, as we continue to move down that road, the dog whistle continues to get blown. And today, and it became official a few minutes ago, Democrats in the House, along with, I believe, four Republicans, voted to pass a resolution that condemned the president's tweets as racist. Yet there was no mention of race in any way, shape, or form in those tweets. Got to take a time out. 547-1610 is the number. I'll tell you what you will hear from the national media tonight and what you won't hear from the national media tonight. Stay with us. You can also email us by going to the website 610kona.com. Go to the bottom line page and send us your question or your comment. This part of the hour is brought to you by Perfection Tire with four Tri-Cities locations to serve you. More of the bottom line on News Radio 610 KONA. Presented by McCary Meats in Basin City. This is the bottom line, News Radio 610 KONA. Let's go to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Scott from Prosser. And what's on your mind today? Well, thanks for bringing up the fact that you didn't see anything racist in his tweet. And um, I'd like to know who the four Republicans are that don't know how to read or not understand normal thinking. You're welcome. I think one of them would probably be Justin Amash from but Michigan. He, but isn't he technically an independent? Well, he hasn't. He is. He has always run as a Republican. Mm. He came out recently and said that he was going to leave the Republican Party. OK. Um, but he is still identified as a Republican member of Congress. So the, I would think Amash would be one of them. Amash, uh, yes, is listed as an independent. He did vote uh, in condemning the res in conde- voted for the resolution condemning Trump's. Okay, so he word. is now officially listed as an independent. The four Republicans are as follows: Texas Representative Hurd, Michigan Representative Upton, Pennsylvania Representative Fitzpatrick, and Indiana Representative Brooks were the four Republicans who joined the Democrats. And look, the Democrats have the numbers anyway. Here's what you will hear tonight on the evening news and across Twitter and Facebook and elsewhere. Let me tell you what, let me just save you the time, okay? You will hear from the mainstream national media that the 
Congress voted to condemn Trump's tweets against the members of Congress. You will also hear that Representative Green brought up articles of impeachment, and that was set aside. You will not hear, and this will not be reported, that Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi referenced the president twice as a, quote, racist, which is against the rules of the House. It was brought up. It was mentioned. She was uh, she was out of order. Her comments were, quote, out of order. But when a resolution followed that to strike her words from the record as what is cu- customarily done when you break the rules, when you when you say something you are not supposed to do and it is out of order, the next step is to remove those words from the record because you have broken the rules. And you are supposed to lose your privilege to speak for the rest of the day. Well, guess what happened and what you won't hear anywhere in the national media. Along party lines, the Congress voted not to strike Nancy Pelosi's words from the record and allow her to come back. Not that I think she will because she was done speaking. But the Democrats in Congress gave her a big thumbs up. And what that sent, the message, is even though there are rules of decorum in the House, in the House of Representatives, if somebody does something that the the mob likes, then they're cool with it, okay? Let me caution that move. Do you remember what happened not that long ago with the quote-unquote nuclear option? It came back to bite certain people in the rear end. Mm-hmm. You don't think that this has now opened up the door for, not to say that they will or should, but they have ne- what the Democrats have done today on a parliamentary procedure move. I know. I know I'm getting into the weeds here, but you will not hear this or see this on the national news is that a major rule was broken and the Democrats along party lines, because they have control of the House, chose not to punish Nancy Pelosi for breaking their own rules. 547-1610 is the number, 509-547-1610 on the bottom line. It's one of many moves that... Democrats have made in D.C. when they have had control. C nuclear option. Harry Reid. Going to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. News Radio 610 K1A. Your name, where are you calling from? Hey, it's Chris from Richland. What's up, Chris? Can't help it. Little snarky comment. They, uh, they're getting what they deserve. And sooner or later, this will come back to bite them in the butt. And I wonder who's checking the medication of some of these people because some of the things they're saying and doing questionable. Thank you. Appreciate the call. I, I'm of the mindset that they are fully in their right mind. They are being instructed to put on this charade and drive that wedge further and deeper 
or at least try to, into this country. This will, this, I'm not going to get into hyperbole, but how will this play out next fall? Not this coming up fall, but next fall. Let's go back to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? This is Rick. What's up, Rick? What is that old saying? Uh, They don't break the rules. They make the rules. I think they're living that. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate the call. Uh, We got a uh, email from Steve in Richland. Steve writes, as to the Democrats getting up in arms regarding President Trump's tweets, what's the old adage? If the shoe fits, wear it. (laughs) That's not a that's not a historical tweet in any way, shape or form, is it? No. Five four seven one six ten. If you would like to get always, involved in the program, I always like to uh, alter that phrase just a little bit, just a touch. But I can't say it on the air. Let's go back to the uh, phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Good afternoon, guys. It's Wayne from Burbank. What's up, Wayne? Hey, I got a question, and I'm looking for a clarification. And I know I'll trust you guys to give me the straight scoop. But in the national news, uh, the mainstream media, we keep hearing that. Trump said that they need to go back where they came from, but everything that I read or saw, unless I missed it, he did not say those words. He said if they don't like it here, they could leave. But I never saw or heard that he actually said they need to go back where they came from. So what is the straight scoop on that? Appreciate the call. what What I saw was that he did say, go back to where they came from, fix the problems there, and then you can basically spout off. I'm paraphrasing that. But, yeah, he said that. Now, can you spin it? Sure, you can spin it. You can say that what he meant to say was not the country of origin, but the maybe state or district of origin. You know, go back to Minnesota and fix your problems in Minnesota (laughs) or what have you. or elsewhere, uh, then try to, you know, and then you can kind of spout off. I, I Look, I'm not going to, I'm not going to defend the president's words. I think they were stupid. I think they were ill-advised and he just, he gave them fuel, uh, whether it was by design or not, he gave them fuel because it took up time in the Congress today. Let's go to the phones really quick. We're coming up on a commercial break. Uh, who's this? Where are you calling from? Uh, Jim Walker, Kenwick, Washington. How you doing, guys? Doing well. We're up against the break, so go ahead. All right, real quick. You know what? He's, uh, he's a bulldog. He's going to go out there, and they're going to bite. He's going to bite them back. He don't care who they are, and it'll be Trump 2020. We watch my words. All right. Appreciate the call. Thank you very much. Could be. But here's the here's the thing, and this goes back to what we were talking about in the first hour, Rob. We hear the narrative from the national media, from politicians who are in a bubble on both sides, mind you, entertainers, all these people that have that are in that operate in a bubble. Those of us out here don't necessarily think the same way, but so many of us are getting worked up over what these other people are saying. So that's, I think, the, 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 the biggest part of how Trump got elected. When it came time to actually vote, most people 
blocked out the noise and voted. More after this. The bottom line, the only place that cares what you think. Call in now, 509-547-1610. Presented by McCary Meats in Basin City. This is the Bottom Line News Radio 610 KONA. This hour brought to you in part by Ben Franklin Transit. Going new places. Visit them at bft.org. Now, Ed, I want to go back to Wayne's call. Um, yeah. and Because I've, I've got the tweets pulled up. Oh, good. Okay. okay. And I will read the tweets in full. And you may decide. We did this yesterday as well. You can decide, mm-hmm. uh, however, to pull out of this. In the tweets, there is only one thing that is factually inaccurate. Okay, go ahead. So interesting to see, quote, progressive Democrat congresswomen who originally came from countries whose governments are a complete and total catastrophe, the worst, most corrupt, and inept anywhere in the world, if they even have a functioning government at all, now loudly and viciously telling the people of the United States, the greatest and most powerful nation on earth, how our government is to be run. Why don't they go back and help fix the totally broken and crime-infested places from which they came, then come back and show us how it's done? These places need your help badly. You can't leave fast enough. I'm sure that Nancy Pelosi would be very happy to quickly work out free travel arrangements. Okay. Okay. The one thing that is factually inaccurate is that three of the four that he may have been inferencing were born in the United States. Yes. Not all of them. The only one that was born outside of the U.S. and then became a U.S. citizen was Ilhan Omar. Yes. And she is a U.S. citizen. Okay. And so again. She is. But she was not born here, but she is a U.S. citizen. Yes. So there is nothing in there that as it was redirected and framed, go back to your own country. Go back to where you came from. That is a very that is a very clouded summary and guided in a direction of what was in there. By design. By design. There is nothing in there that is is that is racial in any way, shape, or form. Again, and, and again, those comments today, yeah, were were condemned as racist, and yet there was nothing racist in what was said. No, he was attacking, he was attacking a a group of outspoken freshman congresswomen who also happened to be women of color. So therefore, you know, the, the transitive, therefore that's the, just automatically the, the, the racist transitive then. property doesn't yeah. work in this case. Well, we were talking about. In the last segment, in essence, we hear all this stuff coming from the insulated people of the nation, the entertainers, the politicians, and the like. But what do real people think? I have an answer for you. The, again, you can take the results of polls, how you wish. I don't put a whole lot of stock in any one poll. If you have a group of polls, then you might be able to inference, say, a trend. Having said that, a brand new poll released by Reuters. Okay, Reuters has been around for a long time, well-respected, although they'll probably be attacked for this. A national survey conducted yesterday And today, after Trump made the tweets over the weekend, okay, showed his net approval rating 
among members of the Republican Party went up 5%, 72%, compared with a similar poll run last week. Does that mean that there is 72% of the Republican Party is a racist? Well, well, you know, the left will probably spin it that way. I find it interesting. Again, it's the results of one poll, but it is not going to be something that is paraded around a whole lot, I think, because it's going to show that this was a blip on the radar to most Republicans. His approval rating went up slightly, but went up. Yeah. Let's go back to the phones. You're up on the bottom line, News Radio 610 KONA. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Oh, Sparky from Umatilla. Hi, Sparky. What's up? Hey, I'm sorry, guys. Uh, my wife told me I need to take a pill. But, but do you understand my frustration? I mean, this is a good example. My gosh, the slick willy spin, the lies. The mismanagement in this country, it just goes on and on and on. And But, you know, Trump is pretty smart. He he just keeps picking up the wound. And But but I think he, he really does love this country. But he just he just keeps stirring the pot, and he's in the news. And, and I, think, I think he's a smart guy, and he, and he won't back down. Uh, thanks a lot, guys. Appreciate thanks for the, the call. call, Sparky. But see, here, here's one of the interesting things. We touched on this a little bit during this discussion. And that is the the responsibility or the involvement of the mainstream media. This Thursday, you could argue, marks the 50th anniversary of when the mainstream media first began to lose its way. Oh? 50th anniversary of where the media first began to lose its way. In an article in the New York Times... On July 18th, 1969, Times correspondent James Reston initially framed this story as a Kennedy family tragedy instead of a tragedy for the family of Mary Jo Kopechny. Chappaquiddick will be 50 years on Thursday. That is where the mainstream media began to lose its way, as they initially did everything they could until more witnesses were interviewed and more people spoke out, began to frame this as an incident that involved Ted Kennedy. Now, fortunately, the editorial board of the New York Times still had some journalistic credibility, and they edited that column written by James Reston to put Mary Jo Kopechny's name as the lead and as the victim of the incident. Reston went on further after Kennedy lied to the media the first time and described Kennedy as a, quote, tragic profile in courage. Twenty years after the incident, 
NBC's nightly news used the anniversary to tout how Ted Kennedy was winning respect instead of looking uh, looking at how he lied about the incident and left a woman to suffocate in an air pocket in a vehicle submerged. How he got out of the vehicle and left her to die. This was where the mainstream media began to lose its way. And what was even more disheartening as the years went on, less and less people cared about his actions, particularly those that he served with in the Senate. And I will never forget the day that I lost almost all respect for John McCain. And that was the day he lionized Ted Kennedy, eulogizing him on national television, talking about how great of a man he was. No one that leaves a 21-year-old woman to die in a vehicle, not call police until the next day, lie about your involvement in your actions, is a good human being in any way, shape, or form. July 18th, 1969, was the day the mainstream media began to lose its objectivity. I find a lot of irony in that, thinking about what else happened 50 years ago around this time. Think about what else was going on at that time. Today marks the 50th anniversary of the launch to the moon. The moon landing 50 years ago on Saturday, yes, the 20th, Saturday. In the middle, smack dab in the middle of what was arguably the greatest achievement of mankind to date, to that date, Smack dab in the middle of that was the incident at Chappaquiddick. I find a lot of irony in that. At the time, I could see where people weren't following that story about Kennedy as closely as maybe they would have because the country, and frankly the world, was captivated by the mission to the moon. It, I mean, a lot of people were paying attention to that and not as much to this other incident that involved the woman and, and the Kennedy and, and what have you. But to actively give Kennedy a pass just made things worse. So I find, I again, you know me, timing why now? What's going on? I always, I'm always asking these questions. I find the timing of Chappaquiddick interesting. I don't think there's anything necessarily nefarious as to the timing, certainly nefarious as to the actions themselves. Yeah, and the fact that unless if people didn't come forward 
and there weren't people that were so upset about the narrative that was being put forward, we we would have that narrative as an accurate reflection of the incidents. But thankfully, there were a lot. There were enough of upstanding people that were around that refused to allow that narrative to be peddled to to the nation, and as a result. Uh, he he suffered a significant blemish, but not significant enough to end his political career, which is what should have happened. Let's go to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? This is Rick from Pasco. Hi, Rick. What's up? You guys brought up this Chappaquiddick thing, and it made me think of something. Uh, can you imagine if that incident had happened today with the modern technology we have and how it might have reshaped our country's future? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, no question, Rick. I mean, I mean, look. <laughs> I mean, just go back. What was it? Fifteen years ago, Larry Craig, toe tap, oh, toe tapping yeah. in the bathroom. Yeah. I mean, look what that did. Something is something is as as. And that was pre-social media, really. Yeah. I mean, it was it was before, but but we have come so far in what the transgressions of our public officials mean that in 1969, because, and look, if it was anybody else, they probably don't get the carte blanche. But because it was a Kennedy, because it was a Kennedy. A member of the royal family, yes, right? A, six years after his brother's assassination, first brother's assassination, one year after Bobby is assassinated, there was a there was a significant amount of empathy being put forward to Ted Kennedy when he killed a woman. Yeah. He's the victim and he killed a woman. That was how deranged the media was regarding the Kennedys. And this is not yesterday. This was 1969. Exactly. Got to take a time out. It's the bottom line, News Radio 610 KONA. You can be a part of it, 547-1610. Email us by going to the website, 610KONA.com. Go to the bottom line page. Send us your question or comment. Can't get in by phone? Give us your bottom line through email. Send your thoughts from the bottom line's page at 610KONA.com. Back to the bottom line. Presented by McCary Meets in Basin City. Back at the bottom line, News Radio 610K, when a final few minutes here in hour number two. Hey, tell you what, anybody that's out there right now, you know how invaluable insurance is to your life, whether it's for your car, your home, your business. I, I mean, look, not too long ago, my wife got a flat tire, had to call a tow truck. It was the only vehicle using at that point in time. Got a hold of American Family Insurance, Jason Hogue Agency. Within a half hour, a tow truck was out there, took it to the place that we wanted it to go. Everything got set up and got fixed very easily, very quickly. And that's part of their certified customer service that they provide with American Family Insurance. Said, look, you know, the only, only American Star certified customer service agent in the Tri-Cities with American Family Insurance is Jason Hogue. You don't just get given that. You earn that because you provide excellence in customer experience. Make sure you contact Jason Hogue. 547-0540 is the phone number. The website is jasonhogue.com. His office is on Road 68 in Pasco. Whether you're looking for business insurance, whether it is homeowners, whether it is auto, 
you're interested in safe driving programs, contact Jason. He'll walk you through all of it. And when you're all when you're all done talking to him, you'll be his next client, guaranteed. Jason Hogue with American Family Insurance, Road 68 in Pasco. Now, Ed, just a few minutes ago, I, I'm just going to pull the pull the curtain away here. Okay, we do that sometimes. There are some things we're that, about the truth and transparency, yes, right? There are some things that do not belong in a men's room. <laughs> I don't know if I like where this is going. There are some things that do not belong in a men's room. <laughs> Okay. okay. One of those things is sweet cinnamon pumpkin air freshener. Okay. <laughs> I walk in and I I'm like, am oh. I in the right restroom? <laughs> what the? And I see it on the were counter. You, were you in the right restroom? Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, good. It was. And, okay, and good. I look I look on the counter and there's this bottle and it says sweet cinnamon pumpkin air freshener. I'm like, this does not belong here. We need raw meat air freshener. We we, we you know we we need like new leather air freshener. We need yeah, new car. Or, yeah, exactly. Yeah. We, we need manly scent air freshener in the men's room, not sweet cinnamon pumpkin. Oh. That does not belong in a men's room. If anybody in charge of the air freshener is listening, it does not belong in a men's room. We need like African safari air freshener, something to where it is a little bit more of a. Um, a little bit more of a manly essence. Without getting disgusting, because you've already blown the doors off of that part of it. What uh, did I say that was wrong? We're talking about the men's bathroom. We're talking here. about the air freshener. Yeah. Well. It's just wrong. It's okay. Just, it's not. Okay. No. Can you make the argument that even a scent like that is better than what it is used to cover up? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, that's I'm just, with you. I mean, if, if there was if there was a new car or a barbecue sauce smell or, you know, something a little bit more I don't know about raw meat. That that might be a little too much. No. But but not at all. Okay, like like cooked meat, okay, barbecued meat, okay, <laughs> raw meat, eh, I don't know, whatever. But maybe good old blood and guts in a can. Oh, I don't just know spray that. it in the room. I don't know about that. <laughs> We need to get to it with uh, with the marketing. Gun oil. With the, yeah, right. <laughs> That's right, yeah. The smell of gun... Well, no, I probably don't want the smell of gunfire in, in, in the bathroom. The smell of gun oil in the bathroom. Okay, yeah. gun oil. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's a different smell. We're going to have to get with uh, the marketing people of, of, you know, such products and see if we can't we need, help them in that endeavor. We need, we need to get... Um, uh, I guess I guess the one thing is, at least it wasn't flowers... You know, a flowery smell. I'm with you, though. I don't. Uh, I don't know that that was. That that doesn't sound very manly. Yeah, we don't. We don't. We don't need that. Uh, and I'm trying to. We need Duke Cannon air freshener. That's Duke. what we need. We need Duke Cannon air freshener. They've got like bourbon smelling things and stuff like that. All right. So yeah, that's what we need to go. We need we'll we need Duke Cannon air freshener. We'll, we'll try and find. We'll work on that. Can't promise it uh, before your next venture into the men's room, but we'll do our best. That's all for the bottom line. Don't go anywhere. All your news, weather and traffic on the afternoon report. Stay with us.